Zero Hours, Catherine Mather. Ow! Zero Hours! Hello and welcome to Zero Hours Podcast with me, Catherine Mather, where I talk to comedians and other creatives about the uh, best and worst jobs that they've had to do to get by. Today I am joined uh, by Christopher Norton Walker, who is uh, actually our first non-comedian to be on the podcast. Mm-hmm. So mean. <laughs> so mean. I'm, the, I'm the be- one of the best ones. Yeah, no, you are a proper comedian. Don't right? say it like that. Like I, yeah, well, yes, I am, yeah. <laughs> A real life, full time. Yeah. One. It's fun. It's good. It's good. Yeah. Yeah, it's good fun. So, living the dream. If if the dream is admin driving around the country and maybe being funny for twenty minutes a day, yeah, <laughs> then that's the dream. That's my dream. How dare you? <laughs> so then your dreams are very dull. <laughs> so you're like, are you that guy in the car share who's like, this is shit. It's awful. It's the worst job ever. And you're like, oh come on, mate. I'm working three jobs to try and support that. No, I don't. Uh, no, I think um, you've got to love this job to do it, you know, to get out. I'm going to North Wales on Saturday. I won't be back till two, three, four. Um, and you've got to love it to go into it. You've got to love it to stand on stage for 20, 30 minutes, if not more, um, to entertain people. It's just about that love of kind of entertaining and kind of being funny, facing the wrong way in a room. That makes you want to love it. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, we'll get down to what the people paid for. Uh, what's, your, what's your worst job ever been? Are they paying for this? Yeah, yeah, people. But no, they're not paying for this. <laughs> well, I'm not being paid for this. <laughs> no, me neither. Uh, if anything, I'm paying for this. Oh, are you? Yeah, it costs. Me? No, I'm paying you. Oh. Uh, I'll put my buy This is the worst job ever. Do you want a sip of my lemonade? <laughs> A little bit, yeah, I'm too yeah. hot. Yeah, go and have yeah. some lemon. We're, uh, we're, in, the, we're in the pub. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's very, very warm. <laughs> it is it's, quite warm today. But then it is summer. That's true. Well, um, weirdly you say it's summer. Uh, my worst job um, happened at Christmas. Really? Yes. Christmas temping? Christmas temping. Uh, my first job, um, uh, I don't remember how I even got this job, but I think kind of 16... 15, 16, I applied for like a Christmas temp in Clinton's cards, which uh, kind of sounded easy to me at the time, um, until I realised that not only do you have to keep replenishing those cards once every 15 minutes, because people are coming in just buying them in their droves, but also, um, it's so busy at Christmas in a card shop, Yeah. people are not there to mess about, people have got to be in, know what they want and go, unless they... Someone asked me for really weird things. I mean, like, <laughs> there is not a card for that. Well, like, what is the best? <laughs> oh, <laughs> the worst. <laughs> well, I think the worst thing about that job was definitely that the CD, uh, the Christmas CD, was 45 minutes long. Uh, so it's just repeated the same Christmas tunes. And how long was your shift? It felt like forever. <laughs> Longer than 45 minutes? Like six to eight hours or something. So you didn't really want to go back after the break. It was like the same. <laughs> Six shoes. I, I think. I think now I might because um, I wasn't till trained at that point. So I think now if I was to go back and do it again, I would just have headphones on and just keep replenishing and actually kind of focus on the replenishing rather than anything else. But it, it, just at that point, it was the same forty-five minute Christmas tracks on repeat forever. It just being full of full of people 
um, but just really tedious as well. Yeah. Nobody wants to work in a car shop. Nobody's end game is <laughs> <laughs> not even store manager of a car shop, just replenishing carts in a car shop. But, I mean, is it not better to work somewhere where there is efficiency of customer as opposed to someone being like, excuse me, good sir, show me all of your birthday cards. And so I think if somebody came in and said, show me all of your birthday cards, you could have fun with it. So, mm-hmm. Right, kind of what uh, what age group is it? What kind of thing do they want? You know, a bit like a bartender, I suppose. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you can let them test the card. Well, a little bit kind of, oh, is, 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 is this to Madame's pleasure? Uh, <laughs> um, but it just, uh, it's a bit like Black Friday, I think, in, in, in card shops at Christmas, because people are grabbing any card with a snowman on, mm. Father Christmas, a reindeer, um, and just hoping for the best. It does make you wonder why people wear it, because it's the same time every year. Yes. Uh, it's not like it's done on the position of the moon or whatever, is it? It's like, you know, mm-hmm. pe- people know when it is. Why Why do people fuck it up so badly? So are you saying to me that at home you already have some Christmas cards? I bought some Christmas cards on the cheap uh, 1 January. <clears throat> Northern. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Just because I said you weren't a comedian. And this podcast has been fun already. <laughs> Yeah, I just I bought a box of them for cheap, and I just send them. I don't send many Christmas cards. I don't think people do anymore. Like I think when I was doing it, it was kind of peak Christmas card time. Yeah. People just like, oh, I've, I've I've got a bit of spare cash. Mm-hmm. Um, let's spend it all on some horrendous Christmas cards. <laughs> uh, send it to everybody we've ever met. Um, but I think now people aren't really using Christmas cards at all. Struck my email. But it's not really. Uh, it's 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 hard because it's not really worth it. It seems weird for you to keep Christmas cards up for more than 12 days. Yeah. I mean, I suppose if you get it early enough, then it is appropriate to leave it up till after Christmas, right? How early is early? Too early to receive it. That is true. I would say this after 1st of December is fair again. So if I sent you one... Now, uh, it would be too early. <laughs> November 12th. That would be too early, because my birthday is early November. But what would you... Unless you're trying to save on stamps <laughs> and just like, look, Kathy, here is your birthday card, a Christmas card, Easter card. Oh, well, with, with my birthday being January 1st, that does oh. sometimes happen. It's a New Year's Day card. It's Christmas, birthday, everything. Yeah, a week apart. Yeah. And then no festivities for the rest of the year. I know, it's year. really sad. That is quite sad, yeah. actually. I'm sorry. We'll, uh, we'll pull together. We'll get you a July birthday. <laughs> I would recommend one of those huge, massive, like one foot by three foot cards you can buy in those card shops that are just utterly ridiculous, and they're like forty eight pounds going by. Like who? Like I don't mind having just like a small kind of two inch card. Happy Christmas, nice. done. By the way, but can you even recycle one of those huge cards? You can get it in the bin. <laughs> sure. I think the bins are too small to be on it. <laughs> but I mean, I understand that for like a leaving card. Because if you've got. People a, hate leaving cards. People they do. are just like, oh, who's this for? I don't care. Yeah. Sign, sign your name. Can you put a fiver in the pot? No. no. Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, they've got a better job where they're earning more. Okay, they can put a fiver in the pot. Yeah. 
into my pot, <laughs> my, my staying pot. <laughs> um, any other bad jobs? Uh, so I worked, I worked in a garden centre for a little while. It wasn't bad. It was just like one of those Saturday jobs where you kind of hide. Yeah. And it's quite easy to hide in a garden centre because you can, I mean, I can't really hide anywhere. But you can kind of hide, hide, hide some places behind like big bushes. <laughs> I'm just going to go to the end of the aisle with all the trees in for no particular reason. That sounds really creepy. <laughs> Born <laughs> 17, it's kind of want to just hide and not do any work and earn some money from it and go and hang out with your friends. But can you imagine going to a garden centre now yes. as an adult and just to be like, oh, let's look at these trees, and there's just a 17-year-old boy stood amongst them. Yeah, looking a bit sad. Yeah, no, I can totally imagine that because I was because I was that guy feeling that just I don't want to be here. Why am I here? Oh. Are we having like fun Saturdays with my friends? But no, I want stupid money. It's a crappy garden centre. So it seems like the recurring theme is boredom. Uh, boredom in terms of me like having jobs. Uh, yeah, the reason you don't like them. I think that's why I enjoyed this job so much because it's not really boring. No. Because it's um, massively creative, but also you can have fun for 20 minutes. I mean, do not get me wrong, some gigs are hard work. <laughs> so the words, mm-hmm. do the time, take the money. <laughs> 1958, 1959, bye fucker. <laughs> <laughs> what a bunch of pricks. <laughs> Hope to see you never. Give me the handshake. I hope you have a terrible <laughs> birthday. <laughs> yeah. Um, I worked in uh, Sainsbury's. Nice. Yes. Um, but it was Sainsbury's Bakery. Ah. No, it's good. Ah. Because I didn't have to do any of the baking. Okay. I was just the guy who came in from like six till ten, sold all the cakes and things, and then. Um, Closed the catch down at nine o'clock, uh, cleaned and then went home at ten o'clock. Oh, okay. That's quite nice. Now, legally, I probably can't tell you that I did this, but I, but I know somebody who used to work there who definitely wasn't me in any way. No, I Just used to just um, maybe make a few too many free samples of some of the cakes that were, were there and I hand see. them out to the general public and make sure... They weren't poisoned themselves. Yes. So, so were the uh, the general public were they friends or were they just just people? Uh, mostly my dad who used to come around and do the shopping at exactly that sort of time. Okay, was that because uh, he knew about these free samples? Or... Uh, he he knew that there may be free samples <laughs> at that sort of time, but legally I don't know who this one is. No, no. I mean, to be fair, Lady Sainsbury does not listen to this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I don't think. <laughs> Uh, so, but I think even if she did, she'd probably just be like, oh, you know, it wouldn't be a surprise to her. I don't think. No, I don't think so. I mean, like, I th- I, there were fun moments because you used to be able to use um, the donut filling machine. So I may have um, made myself some jam and custard donuts, whereas you used to just get one single variety. That sounds pretty good. Do you have to? So it's a do you have to pull the middle out to put the filling in? No, it's just like a gun that's switching. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. 
I tell you, just a good dad. That's little, but always have that sounds pretty. This podcast has gone in an odd direction. It has, but uh, it's just in a public, food-based direction. Public service now. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, that was that was fun again. Again, a bit like it was customer facing, so it's, it's always kind of funnish. But it was just a bit dull standing there going, "What do you want?" Yeah, all right, get your cake. Emma Bunting came in. Oh. Because she lives fairly locally. Exciting. Uh, but I didn't have the cakes that she wanted, so she went away. Oh. Couldn't really have a nice chat. Yeah, that's a terrible story. I'm so sorry that happened. <laughs> well, it is quite a tedious story, but it did happen. <laughs> No, I mean, a, a, a battle, like, oh, a harrowing story. Not oh, a, I thought you meant know, that is a terrible story. Never tell that story again. <laughs> Why? Are <laughs> <laughs> you darkening our door? <laughs> no. So, uh, and is it is it been largely customer service-based roles? Uh, yeah. 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 Solid. I mean, like, I don't know if you want to know about kind of acting roles and acting jobs. Yeah, let's do it. They are horrendous a lot of the time. So I've done a lot of kind of extras type work, and um, they can be a lot of fun. You go to interesting locations, meet interesting people, like David Jason and kind of people like that. Yeah, right. Your eyes are just lit up. Um, <laughs> one of the interesting things about meeting him was that all the uh, staff and crew, just like Chris, we're going to go call David, Sir David, from his. Um, Winner Baker, let's say. I don't know where he was, <laughs> right? I wasn't allowed to know where he was. But they were all just like, Chris, um, don't talk to him. Don't look at him. Don't really breathe the same air as him. <laughs> Fucking <just>... queen. <laughs> well, I don't think he told them that. Because the problem was, like, everybody else just like, don't look at him. Don't do anything. Um, but when he came in, like, he couldn't have been nice kind of shaking everybody's hand and just being like, cool, let's have this one with you. Um, so, yeah, it was really nice going to meet him but that shows the sort of level that extras are at I think where you are just treated at the bottom level of um, of the ladder and everybody else is just like don't look at these celebrities how dare you look at them don't even breathe the same air as them because you're not worthy so are you more like scenery than oh so you are absolutely moving scenery you are moving props um you are also used sometimes, as I was, um, we were doing like some street scenes and somebody came up to me and said, Chris, we're glad you're here. You're exactly who we need. And I was like, I am going to be forced forward into the spotlight, my purpose. <laughs> um, they went, yes, Chris, you are exactly who we need because we just need you to stand right here, back at a location, sure, in the shop window, sure, okay, we'll pull. Um, well, we need you to block out the signage because <laughs> we're not legally allowed to show it. Oh, so I was just a just a, a paid blockage, essentially. But at least got in the scene. Not even sure I did, to be quite honest. Oh. Um, <laughs> was it like in Monsters Inc. <laughs> where they put the logo of a Mike's face and it just completely covers him? That's like kind of right. It's, it's exactly how it feels sometimes. And also, I think given some of the worst job r- roles <laughs> in extras, so I've I've been. Um, uh, things like Fat Ron from the Depot. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I've been man-eating burger. Just like... <laughs> I uh, I thought you were talking about the burger was man-eating, in which case oh, that would have been no. an amazing role. No, that was a, a, a short scene on um, you know, the in-betweeners. Oh, yeah. 
but it wasn't in between it. it was oh. the, the <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be an impressive story. Oh, I auditioned uh, for Derek. No, oh, Derek? Really? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I auditioned for the role of farting man, <laughs> but did not get it. Because oh, apparently I don't look farty enough. <laughs> I don't, is that good or bad? I don't, I, I don't know. <laughs> I still don't really know. Uh, well, I I would be honoured for it. I'd be quite glad that I didn't get that one. But but it was money. Yes. And it's quite a funny thing to um, like have on your CV. It's <laughs> like, like fat fat Ron from the depot, man eating burger, uh, fat man on skateboard, yeah. which was yeah. literally my my title at one point. <laughs> Can you skateboard? Uh, so I wasn't actually on a skateboard. I was um, uh, I was pretending to swim while being pulled on a skateboard to make it look as though I was moving on on the Kevin Eldon show. So you can probably find that somewhere. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> My roles have just been horrendous. Yeah. Because I think people look at me and go, right. What can Chris play? <laughs> what can we make this man do? Yeah. What's What's the most embarrassing role we've got? Oh, I know who we'll give a call to. But um, what was the David Jason one? Uh, that was for something called the Royal Bodyguard. Okay. Which was like the new thing. I don't know, 2013, whatever it was. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't think it did massively well. Um, but in that, I was just. Russian bodyguard number four or something. Yeah. yeah. So that's not to be confused with the bodyguard. No. Uh, which came out. Uh, was it just bodyguard? That sexy one where all the Americans thought that he was <laughs> shagging his mum. What? What is oh, this? Who's that? The one was, um, the because he, he's Scottish and he keeps saying mum because he's um, bodyguard in this. It's, the Home Secretary. Right. Uh, and he keeps saying mom. Okay. And everyone keeps saying all well, the Americans thought he was saying mom. <laughs> hey mom. <laughs> oh no, it's really weird. It is really it. weird. Uh, and it must have been a very confusing show <laughs> for those people to watch. <laughs> he started banging his mum. <laughs> he was the same age as him. <laughs> but, uh, but anyway, not that program. No. No. I don't know. Well, um, you say that, but I, I I was in a sexy program. Oh. Um, it was Secret Diary of a Cool Girl. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've seen that. Yeah. Uh, so I was, uh, there's an episode of that mm -hmm. where she takes uh, a stage show to New York and performs it on stage, um, but her book, and I... Um, I, I I had a, a blowjob performed on, on me, okay. but I couldn't make the right noises, so <laughs> I, I had to have like an American dubbed sex sounds over <laughs> me, so nobody believes it's me. Oh, it's probably for the best. I don't know. So no, no, honestly, this has happened to me before. <laughs> I do know what sounds. <laughs> Good. Job. <laughs> well, they wanted it in American as well. Like, have you ever tried to put on an accent during sex? No, but I'm going to now. <laughs> sure. Well, I fear for your partner, who's going to get very confused. <laughs> oh, he'll be fine. I'm sure. 
Yeah. Find out next week. I checked out it comes out monthly. Uh, but yeah, so how how did you uh, get into extra thing? Uh, so uh, when I left drama school, we went to the same drama school. Yes, we did. Yeah. Uh, when I left drama school, um, I decided to just go and do kind of anything I could go and do. Um, so I went to do some extras work. Went to go and do um, uh, like some improv and sketch stuff and some stand up. And the extra stuff was good because I could kind of do it during the day mm-hmm. and then go and gig at night. And the nice thing about gigging is you can kind of pick when you want to go and gig. You know, it's not like normal office job where you're sat there and you have to sit there for a certain time and then just leave. Yeah. Or, or, or like some people I know, they're never off work, so they've always been contacted by somebody at work mm-hmm. going how does this work? What's going on? So I have a friend who's like a um, department manager at Sainsbury's who is always being contacted going, oh, this has happened, this has happened, what do I do? It's and a teenager making free samples oh, yes. Of oh, yes. <laughs> in the bakery. <laughs> like somebody caught me once and, and they were just like, are you eating, are you eating donuts? And I'm like, oh, no, <laughs> no, I am not. How dare you And I, I just think they couldn't be bothered to tell me off. They were just like, it doesn't matter. No. <laughs> uh, but yes, your friend is constantly. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, so I'd rather kind of do what we do, and it'd be a bit boring at times, get stuck in traffic at times, and you get kind of idiots at gigs, you know, kind of heckling stupid things, rather than maybe um, uh, what he's like, where he's always constantly being bombarded by texts from work and had to have says but sorry I just need to go make a phone call those sorts of things like that's that's kind of better for me I think just having that kind of break you're on stage you're off stage yeah you're done with it once yeah. you've walked away that was a it's actually um, a conversation having with uh, Alif India who was mm-hmm. on the podcast a couple of times ago um, like responsibility is I don't no, we agreed we didn't like responsibility okay, sure. in a job which sounds on brand for you, perhaps. Maybe. Whereas, uh, I suppose, stand-up, you're only resp- kind of responsible to yourself, ultimately, aren't you? Well, you're responsible to yourself, but you're also responsible to um, the other people that are in there. Yes. You know, because if you're only responsible to, you- to yourself, you may be just sort of abusive and aggressive and horrendous, but you don't care about the people in there and, and, and the fun they're having. Yeah. It's got to be responsible to not only kind of your God, your brand, I suppose, in a way, um, but also the people that are in there. Yeah. And uh, the acts that have to go on after you. Well, in a way, you want to be so good that the acts after you can't follow you. Yeah. Or you want to be just so average. <laughs> <laughs> and it makes everybody else look better. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, that everyone has a wonderful time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I, I've had someone uh, call everyone a cunt. <laughs> and then, what, individually around the room, pointing at each yeah, of their faces? It was quite a small crowd. Uh, and then like, and now you're next, Axe. And you're like, oh. I want to go play that game. Oh. That sounds awesome. Yeah, it was, it was great. Welcome to the cunt show. <laughs> yeah. 
I wonder what this is all about. <laughs> it's just the MC screaming that you're around. Yeah, Directly into your face. That'll be the name of my autobiography. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the country. show. Because when you pointed at yourself with two thumbs up. Yeah, jumping a shark. Uh, yeah, um, so the best job then, would you say? Uh, this, I think, yeah. I, I think it, yeah, it's, it's fun. Um... Uh, you get to meet exciting different people from the north, maybe. Exotic. <laughs> 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 um, and like it's it's bizarre sometimes, like the people that you meet within gigs too, um, like audience members that just say, "Oh, I I, I know this person. I'm like, How do you know uh, that person?" Um, yeah, no, I don't think I can do another job after this now. Yeah. Because you've just allowed yourself the freedom for this job, um, and quite fun like I, I know a lot of people who just go into their jobs and they have fun with the people around them but don't have, have fun at their jobs mm-hmm. a lot of the time we not only have fun with the people around us but also at our job too yeah so i think that's best by the lot of people yeah also i wonder about people who do comedy and then stop it what do you put on your cv if you've been doing it for 10 years but how, does that, how, how do they stop yeah i don't I don't know. Yeah, because it becomes a, a mindset, doesn't it? Well, I, I don't know if it just becomes a chore to them and they're just bored of, of going around the country and rebooking and uh, finding a new video and emailing things, which, which, which is a full lake, but it's kind of part of the process. Yeah, true. So I don't really want to get anywhere with it. Yeah. Which, which job do you think you could never do? Teaching. Why? Uh, I'm bad at teaching people stuff, uh, but I think I could probably get around that with correct training. Right, sure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I bet they don't just go, okay, and now you're a teacher. <laughs> uh, I think I could become better at teaching people, but I had, I didn't really enjoy school uh, because I have this thing, it's called misophonia, which is where I don't like uh, people, the certain people sounds. And like repetitive movements that I don't like, so like people Which sounds? Uh, like tapping, chewing, sniffing, <laughs> stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Even people like tap their foot or like play with their hair or yeah. chew gum or whatever. Uh, and I struggled with uh, all of us that when I was at school because you've just been locked in a room with sounds that you can't stand. Were you not allowed to kind of have, have kind of headphones? I think if I was at school now, mm-hmm. they would be progressive enough to do that. Uh, but when I was at school, it was just like, oh, fuck off. <laughs> Grow up. <laughs> so, honestly, I remember being in an assembly once, uh, and I was sat there. I, I was only, I was re- like really young, you know, before you have any inhibitions. And I had my eyes shut and my hands over my ears, uh, which is the like universal sign for somebody who is kind of not happy. <laughs> and the teacher told me off for being rude because I wasn't listening to the assembly. <laughs> so that was the level of sort of uh, empathy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, I don't think... I think that's probably... That'll be the main reason why I could be teaching. But that doesn't sound like anything about teaching, though. That's just horrendous things about school. Yeah. Uh, also, I don't... I'd, I wouldn't want... Because I think when you're doing stand-up, if someone's being a dick to you, you yeah. can just lay into them, whereas I don't but think I, but you But I think kind of teachers can, if you remember back to school, when kind of people were absolute dicks, and they kind of take that kid outside, 
have a screaming match at them <laughs> and then send them off to the principal. Yeah, I would rather humiliate them than frighten them, I think. I think that's the best. That's the real... How would you do that? Well, I don't know. I'd probably just pick on them. Uh... Cool. That's bully. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bully <laughs> so, them. Well, so you couldn't be a teacher because you like to bully people. Just arseholes. Right. Um, what job could you never do? I don't know. <sighs> My friend is a um, funeral director. Yeah. I'm not sure I could do that. I think it's too sad. But it's almost the opposite of what we do. Yeah. But after a certain point, and I don't know if this would be better or worse, it'd stop being sad. Well, I often say, certainly with, with what we do, because we were really scared of what we do, um, that it's a lot like being a brain surgeon. It's good afternoon, good evening, welcome, and happy to see you. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Uh, so we are at a pub uh, just before a gig. That's the man that runs the gig. So he's like the loudest man in the world. So he's he's going to do it again in a yeah. minute. It's like being a brain surgeon. Yeah, so it's like being a brain surgeon or like a funeral director. Once you kind of get over that point of no return, I can keep doing this. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really affect me. Then I think... Um, mm-hmm. uh, then I think... Um, I'm really distracted by that. <laughs> <Sorry. laughs> Thanks, Des. <laughs> anyway, I think my point was that with any job, um, once you've done it enough and once you've come to the conclusions of uh, these are the worst things that can happen within it, then you're kind of okay. Yeah, and I think that being a funeral director, the real trouble would be trying to seem sad, wouldn't it, all the time when there's people crying, hanging around. But I don't know if they want you to mirror their sadness or if they just want you to be professional. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. At my grandma's funeral, the guy, he completely went the other way because we were kind of chill about it. Uh, he he was just chatting like we were at the shop. And it was like, <laughs> this is... I mean, it's fine, but also... It's just weird. <laughs> I, no, I don't think you could be too friendly. Like, it's kind of flirting at a funeral. That's kind of like... <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't flirting. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, we'll do the... Uh, do you want to plug anything? Because it's about to get real noisy in here now. It's about to get real noisy. Um, all I'm going to say is uh, look me up on Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter. Uh, NortonWalker.com as well. Yeah. Is that your website? Uh, it's my website. And I'm touring around the country, so come and find me on, on tour. Yeah, we will. Thank you. Thank you.